0: and we are joined now by my man josh neighbors from locked on big 12 josh what's up man how you doing
1: a lot of sadness uh none of our guys were taken last <laughs> night and it's just it's just a, a sad it was a sad evening uh more hope today but it's tough it's, it's bad for the conference when none of the players get taken in the first
0: round all right man so we're just gonna cut to the chase here I'm playing a scenario, and I need your insight here. So I'm a recruit. Okay. I got offers from schools of all Power Five conferences, and I watch the Big 12 struggle every year to get into the CFP. Now there's no players drafted in the first round. Why should I go to a Big 12 school?
1: It's a great question. I mean, it depends on what kind of player you are, right? I think, I think for the Big 12 schools, the key for them, and this is a point that's been made by a lot of people, uh, Max Olson of The Athletic made the point too, like if they got to make sure they get those three and four star guys and maybe even two and three star guys that fall through the cracks and end up being really good players. It's really important you get those guys and you can you know end up making them really good players. And so I, I think it's important for them to get those kind of players moving forward and develop them into good talent. And I think that's that's the key for them. But I mean I still think Oklahoma in terms of like selling, you know, you should go to a place like Oklahoma, a place like Texas under Stark. Those schools should still have some selling power. It's just, a, it, it's on the development now. You've got to develop the players and make them into NFL guys. The recruiting part's not the big problem. The development is the problem. Uh,
0: one of the players, I, I really thought Trayvon Morig would get drafted last night at TCU. He was the one guy that I, I really had high hopes for. Were you surprised that he wasn't drafted? And where do you think he goes today?
1: Yeah, it's, it's a great point. I mean, Morig was a guy, he you get safety, a lot of people wanted. There was a bit of a run and edge rusher there towards the end. Um, you know, I, I thought he would go in that, in that back part. I thought he's a guy that can build depth in the back end. I, I just think people have some questions about his ability to uh, to tackle in space, maybe or to, or to hit, just because he can't. I mean, he's not a huge guy, so you really don't know if he's a you know in the box safety, right? But he's got really good coverage skills, so he's kind of a hybrid. You know, I don't really know who would go with him. I mean, Jacksonville, right there at uh, the thirty-three, could definitely take more at get the spot where he can make an impact, but yeah he's an interesting player just because his size hes not big and so he's not really a sure safety in terms of a guy like you know Landon collins or jamal adams who can really thump in the run game i think that's what people have reservations about
0: all right so i really feel like there's gonna be a run you know in the second third round on some of these big 12 guys who are some of the the people that you think we should keep an eye on as you know the later rounds start to unfold
1: creed humphrey's gonna get taken i can tell you that for i mean i've you know, I think everybody would be shocked if Creed didn't go. Um, Tevin Jenkins, look, I think Tevin Jenkins, is, his value is the fact that he can play tackle and guard. Uh, and he's really good in the running game. And, you know, I, I know it's a passing league now, but a guy like that is just nasty, good at getting downhill. Like, that flexibility is really valuable. But the fact that the guy can move around if there's an injury, you know, he can move from one place to the next. I love that about him. I, and I really think that's going to be valuable for a team. I, I don't think he goes very long today. Whoever gets Tylen Wallace is a very lucky team. Uh, he is one of my favorite players in this draft. If you go watch uh, the Senior Bowl, there wasn't a corner who could cover Tylen Wallace. There's no wasted movement. He is athletic. He's great at getting open. He's very good at high pointing footballs. Injuries are keeping him back, but he's a player that I think definitely is going to have an impact in the next level and is going to have some staying power in the league.
2: Talking with uh, Josh Neighbors from the Locked On Big Twelve podcast, Josh. Uh... Kansas made a little splash as they name a head football coach and man I, I, we were talking about it today in the office the timing is just very very interesting to uh, to be at May and naming your head coach
1: well it's really funny so I talked to Justin Newell the Kansas City Star about two weeks ago and I said that same thing I said I don't think they should do this and he said well you're probably gonna be wrong <laughs> and it sounded like they were closing in on Monk and and in Leipold, and I really wanted Munkin. I really wanted them to run the triple. I really did. I was like really cheering for that very hard, but Leipold's a guy, you know, at Buffalo who's done an excellent job. The record's not great, but I mean, when he got there, he turned that thing around and uh, they've done it with the passing game. They've done it with the running game at times that, that the fact that he's adaptable is what you need at Kansas. You need a guy that says, okay, wh- who do I have? What do I have here? And what can we do best to compete with other teams That's what I like, because if you have vision at Kansas, there's no guarantee you can get the guys in there to go and, you know, fulfill that vision. So I like him as a guy that can uh, coach the players that he has there. I think it's a good hire. And, you know, I I like it. Once again, the timing's weird because he's going to have to try and keep as many guys as possible on the roster right now. Um, And all of them, like Coach Jones, you know, clearly right now too. So there's uh, a, a dance that has to be done there. And he's going to – I mean, it's a long-term build. Like, there has to be patience for this guy moving forward.
2: And then it also, as you know, when one moves, that t- creates another opportunity. But, man, it certainly paints Buffalo to a corner too, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: it's tough. You have to hire a new coach at a program like that in Buffalo. Um, you know, that's a program that might go towards the FCS ranks, right, to go look at a job, to a look at a guy. Um, you know, somebody at that, that level who really wants to make that jump from from p 5 or excuse me from uh, from FCS to you know to the D1 level, that's probably where they're going to look, or they might hire an assistant. But that's that's a difficult one. I mean, especially for a program like that and in a place like that, really tough to lose your coach right now when you're in the midst or done spring spring ball for most teams.
0: So Oklahoma running back Seth McGowan hit the transfer portal yesterday. How much of that do you think is just Kennedy Brooks returning and you know taking back those reps or? And where do you think that he might end up?
1: I've got no idea because it sounds like he might be in some serious legal uh, jeopardy. Um, Gabe Eichert said it best, man. He said, look, the second that he and uh, Trajan Bridges, you know, got involved in that uh, alleged armed robbery that's still still being investigated right now, they're off the team. Lincoln Riley does not have a high tolerance for that. And that's a guy in Seth McGowan who had a chance to be a really good player for them. So, uh, you know, Eric Gray and Kennedy Brooks, yeah, I mean, both those guys. You know both those guys there. I mean, sure, it's going to be a fight, but uh, he's he's not he's in the portal right now because of his of his legal issues. And uh, I you know I wouldn't be shocked if he sits there for a while because teams want to know what's going to happen with that.
2: Hey, Josh, man, we appreciate it. Uh, tell us a little bit about the, the podcast and what you got. Well, had
1: some draft thoughts, uh, you know, about the first round today, uh, and we'll definitely be doing one, you know, as the weekend goes along here with the NFL draft, and obviously just talking. A lot of spring football guys. It's you know, it's, it's uh, everything's coming to a precipice in the spring. You know, trying not to draw too many conclusions uh, from spring games, but a lot of stuff happened in there, draft and spring football wise. So go check it out. Locked on Big 12, wherever you guys get your podcast.
2: Josh, thanks. Appreciate your time, buddy.
1: Yep. You guys have a great weekend. See
2: you later, Josh Neighbors.